0: welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Persecution. Our society has grossly defied God's standards. Amen. Our society has defied God's standards tremendously. To uphold his standards, we will face what? Persecution. Persecution. So in this modern society, because everyone has gone their own way. Then to stand up for God's way will make you, you will look funny in front of others. People will look upon you differently. And in many cases, they will treat you differently. They'll respond to you differently just because you've decided to do things the right way. Amen. Now, none of us are perfect, but our goal, our motive should be to do what is right. Amen. And when you do that, a lot of times people are either intimidated by it. They think you think you're better than they are. And a lot of people are turned off or in a lot of cases ticked off about it. Because whenever you decide to do better, you make a person that doesn't want to do better look bad. Does that make sense? Amen. This lesson is going to help a lot of you today. Second, Timothy three and 12. Yay. And all that will live godly in Jesus Christ shall do what? shall suffer persecution so if you're gonna live godly it's gonna be a fight you're not gonna just fight the devil but you're gonna fight opinion you're gonna fight people's opinion and a lot of times that's harder than the devil something it's harder than fighting with the devil fighting with your own family to just stand up for what is right right amen And the devil uses that a lot of times to make you feel bad about family and and to feel less than or feel inferior. A lot of times people go into Christians go into states of depression and and being oppressed by family members just because they've decided to do things the right way. And you are you are being pushed in another direction. And you said, no, I don't want to go in that direction. And somebody got upset behind it because they felt like you should have done what they were saying, even though it didn't work for them. People are so influenced by new age ideology that they shun God's way and fight against those that attempt to hold true to it. It is so weird. It's new aged ideology and yet people stand by it like it has to be that way. But people are so influenced by New Age ideology and the way that the world has trained our brains to accept things. How did they train our brain to accept things? TV. You watch enough TV, you'll begin to believe TV. Yes, you will. You may not believe people have superpowers and stuff, that kind of TV, but you'll begin to believe that certain things have to happen a certain way in order for them to be normal. And you'll begin to believe abnormality is normal. Yeah, and normality is abnormal. Right. Yeah. You see on TV, every every show, everything. The woman is always in charge, she's always saving the day, and the man is nuts. And that's what's happening in our homes now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's TV just flipping the script. Because that's new age. That's what Madame Blavatsky and and these the, the, these ones I talk about in my videos. That's that's what they set up as the new age. Uh, order, or the New World Order, the New Age doctrine, because they had planned to do this. But yeah, but society has, you know, introduced this whole idea that the man is just whack, And the woman has all the sense. She's the clever one. She's the one that has to handle things. And that's New Age. That's, that's New Age. That's flipping the script. That's the same thing that happened in the Garden of Eden. The woman was the wise when she was she she was given wisdom first by eating first. So her eyes were open first. And it flipped or switched to order. And that's not God's order, amen. That's not God. The man is the head. Amen? Where's the amen and men? I didn't hear no men say nothing. Your wife got you scared to answer that. Amen. But don't let the don't let new age philosophy totally flip the script, you know, and but we get so used to it. And it's so enjoyable that we don't notice it. It's reversed. Role reversal. And you buy into it and you start doing it. I think I need a Claire Hustable break. <laughs> <laughs> you would have never done that. Had you not been conditioned by society. Am I making sense? Yeah. But I'm not going to let society tell me what to do. And I'm not going to let society tell me. What's best for my family and my children? Amen. I'm not even letting relatives tell me that. Amen. You better put something on my rent. You got all that advice. People are so influenced by New Age ideology that they shun God's way and fight against those that attempt to hold true to it. Woe unto them, Isaiah says, that call evil good and good evil, put darkness for light, light for darkness. These are people that are confused. They don't even know what's best. They just do what everyone does. When we decide to live according to the will of God, and often we are often persecuted by those that seek to do what is right in their own way. Minds. Those are the ones that persecute us. People that seek to do what is right to them. Proverbs 16 and 25. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end are what? The ways of death. Dysfunction is usually the driving force in people that persecute others. Let me say that again. Your persecution is coming from people that have grave dysfunction. There is usually a deficit involved that blinds a person from the truth and causes them to defend lies. John 12 and 40. He hath blinded their eyes, hardened their hearts that they should not see with their what? Eyes. Nor understand with their what? That's why they can't be converted. When a person has been a victim of bad decisions, bad choices, or bad behavior, they will usually attempt to what? Look better in the eyes of people in order to overcome insecurity. So these are the people you're trying to address. But if their whole goal is to look better, then if what you're saying makes them look bad, they're not going to receive it. Does that make sense? Proverbs 21 and 4. A high look and a proud heart. And the plowing of the wicked is sin. So this is all sin, this proud look and this proud heart, when a person wants to look better and so they won't receive your truth because your truth makes them look bad. Your truth questions their decision-making. And people don't want, if they're trying to look good, they don't want their decision-making being questioned. Does that make sense? So when you try to go to them and bring them truth, You got to watch how you come to them because if they're trying to look good, then if your truth makes them look bad, they're not going to receive it. But a lot of times people do that. They react that way because they want to continue to look good. And it's hard to minister. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be a pastor to folks like that. You try to go to them. Hey, brother, you know, I just want to tell you, you know, something that the Lord laid on my heart. He laid it on my heart, too. (laughs) What is it? You you, you say it first because I just want to make sure I'm... (laughs) idiot. Insecurity puts people in a position to deny what is true because they desire to appear better than they really are. Listen to this. Victims of circumstance cannot accept the truth because it would mean admitting that their way is the wrong way. And this is the saddest part. A lot of times, and I tell people all the time, you, you know, you, you grew up in a single-parent household. or You grew up in some kind of deficit. Maybe your daddy wasn't there. Maybe your mama wasn't there. You grew up in some kind of deficit, and maybe your, maybe your father, he did the best he could. He may have made some bad decisions, may have made some bad judgment calls, whatever, but, man, he was working handicapped because he was by himself. Or she, your mom, she's working handicapped by herself. So, yeah, a lot of things she did, she probably regrets and feels bad about, okay? But you don't grow up. And then go back and try to make your parents feel bad about mistakes they made. Especially those working in a deficit. You don't grow up and get some knowledge at ABC and then go try to put them on blast. Okay? Okay? Because they don't want to feel like you feel that everything they did was wrong. So if you go back and put them on blast, you're basically saying, no, I found the right way and you did it the wrong way. Right. And I'm sure your parent can think back to a time when your nose was running right. and they had to get some Kleenex and wipe your nasty nose, change your diaper, feed you. You were hungry sometimes yeah. and they had to provide food for you, you didn't have anything to wear yeah. and they provided clothes for you times when your parents didn't have the money to get the food for themselves and fed you rent needed to be paid they didn't know how it was going to be paid but you was in that plan with a dollhouse and you don't even remember the sleepless nights worrying about paying those bills so how are you gonna get a little information and try to challenge that Folks, tell me how it's done. Yeah, I try to talk to my mama about the message, man, but she don't want to hear that. She don't want to change. She's stuck in her ways. What well, did her ways raise you? I know that's, right. I know that's right. Are you here right now? Right. I think you throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, there were some bad decisions made. You making one right now. That's right. That's, right. that's right. And we all make those. Amen. And they, but they, if they did the best they could or maybe you, you just never know. Look at somebody and say, you don't, you don't know. You don't know. So, they're victims of circumstance. So, a lot of times they can't accept your truth just because they're not ready to admit. or You're bringing it to them in a way where they're, you're forcing them to admit that they've done everything wrong. And that's not true. So, you have to be careful how you even bring those things. Sometimes you don't need to say nothing. Can't you just move on? No, I need to hear him say that he's sorry. Why? What is that going to change? You don't think he is? You don't think she is? Look at somebody say, let it go. Am I back, back on the letting go message? Victims of circumstance cannot accept the truth because it would mean admitting that their way is Wrong. So a lot of times they go sit up in a church where somebody is preaching that, you know, you know, preaching something that doesn't really deal with issues because they're a little more comfortable there because they don't want to hear the things or the mistakes or the errors. They don't want to constantly hear that. So they go somewhere where they can get a feel good message and feel good about themselves. And there's a way you can address people if you want to talk about things. But don't ever forget all that a person has done for you, because. The li- the, your, even your ability to hear the truth now is because of them. Yes. That's for somebody. I don't know who. Proverbs 16 and 5. Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. So these deficits make us proud, makes us want to look right, and it's hard for us to get truth. So sometimes we just have to let it go and say, you know what? I'm going to humble myself so that I can make a change and get truth. Amen. No pride. Look at somebody and say no pride. No pride. pride. We ain't proud in here. Proud of what? Like Brother Trent was saying last week. Who are we? We're nothing. We don't matter. God will use somebody else in a minute. I mean, you, you ain't that important. So you can take down and say I was wrong I should not have done that Yes, yes And a lot of times as parents You need to go to your child and say You know, some things happened when you were young I should have been there I should have done this or that I apologize for it You know, can we just move on from there? Yeah, do it But if you got to play like you was right And something is wrong with them Then yeah, that's pride Envious people persecute others Jealous people persecute others This is where persecution is coming from. When a person sees your decisions and actions as better than theirs, then they will usually find fault with you. Proverbs um, 14 and 30. A sound heart is the life of the flesh, but envy is the rottenness of the bones. This is a bad way to live. Envious of people. Can I deal with that for just a moment? When you are insecure... You become envious. When you're envious of others, you base your decisions on how you look. When you base your decisions on how you look, you go far from God. Right. Amen. Because, go back, rewind, modern day society, new age. If you're concerned about how you're going to look in this day and time, you're not going to make it. No, because God's word is going to have you out there looking different. Amen. You're going to you, you'll be in the midst of a bunch of folks and not like any of them believe in the word because society has changed people's mind. Everybody's a Christian. You know that, right? I mean, everybody stamp Jesus. They stamp Jesus on anything now. They're Christian. They're Christian. But when you actually try to live right, actually try to line up, actually try to, you know, say no to your flesh and it's hard, but you do it. Then you're going to look different from the others that won't say that and won't do that. So once you're in Christ, you're going to be a new creation. If you're a new creation, you're not going to look like old creations. Does that make sense? So envy comes in because people are jealous. They're envious of you because you decided to make some moves to change things. When you decided to change things, those that decided not to change stop liking you. Because you make them look bad because you decided to change. You decided to do things God's way and they're doing things their own way. They become envious of you. And that's when persecution starts. People should change their thought process and actions so it will line up with what is right. Rather than defending wrong and fighting against what is right. That's what we did. Isn't that what you did? You decided... I'm going to change no matter how I look, no matter what state this puts me in. I'm going to make a change instead of staying the same and then fighting against people that changed. But that's what a lot of people do because they decided not to change because they decided to stay the same. They persecute you. Your persecution comes from people that are envious in the change that you made. First, Timothy six and four. He is proud. Knowing nothing, but dotting about questions and stripes of words, whereof cometh envy, strife, railings, and evil surmisings. True believers often suffer at the hands of their very own families and friends. But God is faithful, and his reward is great. Anybody suffered at the hands of your family? Because you decided to what? Change. And when you decide to change and they don't change, they become envious of you and they persecute you. This is what persecution is. And it's going to get worse. They're going to start doing this on your job. They're going to start doing this more so in the public. Where if you are deciding to live any kind of godly standard, they're going to come against you. I hope y'all are listening to me because we are right here. We are right here. Yes, we are. Let your child in the public school do a book report on Jesus Christ and watch what happens. Yeah, let them walk down the hall carrying a Bible. Just carrying it. Principal come and take it. I don't, that, that's illegal. Don't even know. That's not illegal. But because people don't want to change. They become envious of those that do change and they persecute you. Yeah, some of you in here getting married, found somebody you want to marry, whatever. Some of you ladies and you tell your mother or father that he's a godly man and he's saved. Mama get jealous because she married a fool. I don't think you ought to marry him. Then they start picking apart godly men. Oh, he's telling you what to do. They pick apart the order in the home. Oh, he's the head? you going to let him be the head of you? Head? You know you got to do everything he say. Just putting a spin on it, that's just ugly. It don't have to sound that bad, does it? You know you got to submit. Submission. You know what that is? That comes from the word submarine. That means underwater. All the way down. What? Oh go. But she's hurt because of the decision she's made. So she's trying to mess up your decision because if you make the right decision, it makes her look like her decisions were wrong. Instead of her having the humility to say, "Yeah, I blew it." I blew it. I shouldn't have tried to date eight men at one time. That's just not a good idea. Instead of just admitting that and saying, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you're able to do better. That's, that's what right. I want my kids to be able to say. Amen. Right. Hey, I want my kids to be able to say, man, I'm so glad you are able to do it the right way. Right. Yeah. Instead of me making something that's issue oriented look better. Yeah. No, man. Yeah, I blew it in this area. Yeah, I made a mistake in this area. Yeah, it could have been better in this area. So I want my kids to do better. Amen. And I don't care how I look. That's right. You know, no healing and deliverance really comes if you care how you look. Right. Not for your kids. That's, right. that's what the man in the Bible who had the lunatic boy. That's what he said. The Bible said he didn't care what anybody thought. Right. He's like, man, I took my son to the disciples. They couldn't help him. Here's my son. Can you do something? We're trying to hide it all. No, he, he's all right. He's all right. He just... He just <laughs> <laughs> drunk a few juice boxes and he got a little He just a little active right now He just a little you know trying to cover it up playing with him "Ah, we do this see that's how we play man that boy's a lunatic can you can you get rid of your pride and deal with this boy this boy is pulling up the carpet but that's how he was he was like jesus help me somebody help my son he wasn't worried about what he did in the past that may have caused that can somebody come help him humility humble yourself let go of that pride if you need help you just need help amen but that pride i'm telling you that's what's uh, that's that's in the way of god actually really doing something to help us True believers often suffer at the hands of their very own families and friends. But God is faithful and his reward is great. If you hang in there, don't back down. The reward will be great. Is it hard? Yes. 1 Peter 3 and 14. But and if you suffer for righteousness sake, happy are ye. And be not afraid of their terror, neither be troubled. There's something about lining up with righteousness that even though you're facing persecution and, they dog and they're dogging you and talking about you, when you get to yourself, peace comes. Peace comes because you know you have made the right choices summary true believers are new creations and our past should no longer matter pride malice and wrath should all be avoided after you become a new creation but so many modern day christians have bought into society self-centered remedies That's society's remedy when you're feeling bad self-centeredness get on the internet and try to get as many people to like something you said That's the remedy for feeling better. But that's society's self-centered remedy. So people are buying into this self-centered doctrine. Thus, they cannot let go of who they once were in the past. Because the self-centered remedies keep highlighting who they are. Many usually add Jesus to their lives and continue on paths of self-fulfillment. Selfishness forces them to persecute those that had the humility to start all over no matter how shameful or humiliating it may have been those that can walk away from who they were and accept their new identity in christ are the ones that are blessed but this comes with much persecution the ones that are doing the persecuting are the ones that could not let go of pride malice and wrath to walk in your creation role And align your home with God's plan brings negative opinions from those that cannot do it. Some people can't do it. Some people's wives are too jazzy for them to do it. They can't get their house in order. It'll never be in order. He's too weak. She's too strong. Can't do it. So they bring a negative opinion to you because you are able to do it. To homeschool your children and train them up in the right way brings critical comments from those that do not want to do it. Just because you don't want to do it, don't try to make it a bad way to do it. To invest in family rather than superfluity is unpopular and often invokes the reproach of men. People come at you for investing and spending time with your family versus trying to get ahead and buy this and buy that and look good in front of people. People come against you for that. Amen. People come against you. Are you still in an apartment? Hey, you've been in an apartment for 10 years. Dude, you're going to come put something on this rent? I'm going to be in this apartment as long as my wa- I pulled my wallet out the other day. You know what it said? Apartment. <laughs> Jumped on the desk and just opened up. <laughs> Dude, why would I go against my wallet? <laughs> Me and my wallet are one. A superfluity. Because all you're going to do is get in the house. That you can't afford. Right. Now he got to work, you got to work, ain't nobody home. So uh, y'all see each other two hours a day? When you were at the apartment, y'all saw each other all the time because it didn't cost that much. Can you wait till you get a promotion? Right. Superfluity. Yeah. Y'all got one car. Man, every family needs two cars. Really? Do you know how much of a luxury two cars is? that is a lot y'all can't get your schedules together amen you better ask your wallet one car (laughs) it's one car man we had one car for years and just had to get our schedule together we had no car a few years (laughs) borrow car I'll drive my sister's car Why you gotta look like that (laughs) I mean, dude, you know a car is luxury? That's a luxury. They make buses. Hey Amen. Bus. Bus. What's wrong with the bus? Hey, ain't nobody save on the bus. Then get on there. You be safe. You save everybody on the bus. Dude dancing at the bus stop with no music. Get him saved. <laughs> But to invest in family rather than superfluity. (laughs) Invest in family. Spend the first years of your marriage investing in family. Yeah. Man, we've been married 10 years. Good. Spend 10 years investing in family before you take on a a high mortgage. You're going to have all that time afterwards to, to, to live in that mortgage. Right now, take some time. Enjoy each other. Them kids don't know where they are. My kids just need a backyard. No, they don't. Put a grass, just just draw grass on the wall. They think they outside. Open all the windows. Kids don't care. Oh, Dad, I wish we could be outside in a backyard. You better get out there on that concrete, draw a hopscotch, play some jacks. Amen. Backyard. Get a green throw. That's grass. Put some little dirt pellets on it. I mean, hey, I my mean, kids don't know. Enjoy yourself. Acclimate to each other. Get to know each other before you take on pressure, blood pressure, trying to fulfill the American dream. That's not the biblical dream, that's the American dream. I know I'm preaching. To focus on anything that truly matters to God and shun sure new age ideals will bring what? Persecution from those that love the world and the things that are in the world. You got to watch it. Some of this stuff is not even persecution. Some of this stuff shouldn't even matter. If you know they love the world, then why does their opinion even matter to you? That's right. That's right. Dude, you in love with the world, man. You can't tell me. I ain't listening to you. You're in love with the things that are in the world. So you can't love God. So you can't make decisions based on the Bible. But God truly blesses those that can endure persecution for the sake of rightness. When we do things God's way, loves what he loved and hate what he hates, then we are truly blessed and our reward will be great when he returns. Matthew 5 and 10. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is what? kingdom of heaven blessed are ye when men shall revile you persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries. P.O. Box 24870 Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at www.exministries.com